Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello, everybody. So today I am very excited to say that I'm joined by a special guest. So I am welcoming Ludo Miller onto the podcast. So today he's going to come along and sort of chat to you guys all about what he's been doing Qualified Tutor. So quick little introduction. Ludo is one of the founders of Qualified Tutor. He hosts the Qualified Tutor podcast and he's also the director of the Love Tutoring Festival. So all things tutoring. Qualified Tutor is a fantastic organisation. They provide like unique opportunities for lots of online educators to take part in CPD courses, network with like-minded peers. So this is one of the reasons I was really excited to get Ludo on today because I think there's going to be so much valuable stuff in here for the listeners and helping you guys with building your businesses online. So today we're going to be chatting about that and thank you so much for being here Ludo. How are you? How is it sort of getting back into work for the start of the new year? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like so many uh, people in this industry, they say that they they shouldn't, you know, they should take time off between, you know, the Christmas and New Year period. But, you know, so many people, I feel like I kind of got those emails on the 28th, 29th. You know, personally, I found that I always find it very tricky to, to kind of shut off completely. And I do find myself checking emails here and there just to make sure that when we come back at the start of January, you know, your inbox isn't kind of overflowing. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm very good. I'm very, very glad to be here. Helen, thank you very much for, for inviting me on. I feel like there's there's a lot that uh, I can I can share with with your audience. Fantastic, and you know I think like you say I think all of us can relate to that. Like I categorically booked it off in my diary to have time off between Christmas and New Year's and there I was on the 27th like I'm pretty sure the 27th is actually a bank holiday as well wasn't it but I just could not help myself <laughs> I know it's the kind of mindset I think educators have just always always wanting to do a bit more definitely well look my theory is as long as you're doing it for the enjoyment and not for the stress then that's okay <laughs> that's how I try and justify it to myself <laughs> Okay, Ludo. So I guess before we jump into sort of talking all about Qualified Tutor, can you tell the listeners perhaps just a little bit sort of about yourself and how you got into the world of tutoring? I first started tutoring like many tutors did with working with a couple of younger students, you know, in in the neighbourhood, you know, near me, near where I lived back when I was kind of 15, 16 years old. Um, I was just doing my own GCSEs, but I was helping some kids with their kind of 11 plus or even seven plus, you know, that kind of age, even if not with actual exams and exam specs, you know, just helping children in my kind of local area to improve their English and their maths. And that kind of carried on when I went to university. And then once I left university, it was still something I enjoyed doing. Um, my kind of area of expertise is, is English and maths 11 plus. But uh, I did French at university. So, you know, I also helped a, a lot of students with, with French, both kind of children and adult learners as well which is a nice contrast uh, working with, with with adult learners as well and yeah really I mean out of university that was back in 2019 I was contacted by a lady on the site Superprof she sort of made an inquiry on my profile and I thought oh wow this is great you know I hadn't had too many of those on Superprof for a while um, and I responded to her I said yeah of course I'm sure um, I'd love to help out 
your daughter with uh, with whatever it is that they need help with. And actually, the lady replied to me. She said, I'm really sorry. This is not actually a request for tutoring. I have another project I'd like to discuss with you. And that lady was Julia Silver. And I think it was September, early September 2019 was the first conversation we had, that quick phone call. And uh, Julia basically sold the idea to me of creating a qualification a set of standards for tutors um she'd been a, a deputy head and a, and a um, teacher trainer um previously so she knew that the teacher training system you know and, and all the qualifications that come with that so i said to her, well you know i am annoyed that you're not you know this isn't a tutoring request i would quite like some tutoring work as well and actually over the years i have tutored a couple of julia's children as well so the commitment was there anyway but uh yeah no and and, and then really since that day since september 29 we've been growing and building that very same root idea qt is is many different things today it's not just that one idea but yeah that's kind of really where i've been and i kind of brought that tutoring side to to the equation it's been wonderful and do you still do any tutoring now i do i do uh, i think it's important for those who are in who are kind of leading tutoring businesses if they're able to 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 keep up the actual tutoring side. I think it keeps your skills fresh and it keeps you in the industry. Julia herself, I know, doesn't find time really in her very packed schedule to do that. And I think as CEO, that's completely fair. But, you know, I have spoken to other tutoring business leaders who, who you know, will have been tutors before and, and really don't want to let go of that side. And, and I think probably their, their business coaches or their mentors tell them, right, now is probably the time to let go of the actual tutoring, but they just can't bring themselves to do it. Um, and I can totally see why, because, you know, that is the bit that we love and that's the bit where we get so much reward from. So, yeah, I still have a few students. I worked out with one of my students. I've been working with them for three and a half years. I don't know where that time went, but um, we've, we've you know, we've, we're very, very close now. You know, I've, I've watched them grow up from nine years old to they're now 12 um, starting big school. So, yeah, I think that relationship is just you know, really what keeps me going. It, yeah, that's so interesting. I I totally agree with you. It's funny. So, I, you know, when we were on your podcast, um, I was talking a bit about my coaching and stuff and you are 100% right there. Like I would be having conversations, like don't we always say, it'd be great if we listened to our own advice. Like I would say to most people, yeah, like, you know, it's time to kind of maybe step back a bit, you know, like if you're building teams and things like that. But I'm a total hypocrite because I still tutor. <laughs> It's so hard to let go. And even if you go from 10 to 5 to 2 and you've just still got that one student that you just, you know, it's almost like, a, yeah, kind of letting go of something, something really kind of central. And look, I think I totally agree with you, like you say, like it's good to kind of keep your feet on the ground with these things. And I think that when you're like growing and building businesses, like there are so many different parts to it and spinning plates. And and I do think I, I know a lot of people I work with, they don't, they sometimes feel a bit lost in that. And I think like you say, going back to doing a bit of teaching, it's just, it's almost like a bit of quiet, nice downtime, isn't it? Like back to your roots. And especially if you've got good relationships with the kids and things like that hour flies by and you're like, actually, I don't, this is like, this is the fun part of my job. Like, I don't want to give this bit up just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's It almost feels like you're almost not working at that point because the work that you are doing would be the work on the business. Um, whereas this just feels like a, exactly a nice laid back hour. Not that it is. No, no. But when we say laid back, it's 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 more like kind of putting on that comfy, like that I don't know, comfy pair of shoes. Like it's something you just know you can do it so instinctively and, and you sort of see really good quick results from it. Yeah, totally know what you mean. <laughs> OK, so could you introduce for us then what is Qualified Tutor? Like, how would you sort of encapsulate what it does? Qualified Tutor is a tutor training organisation. Uh, we run online training programs for 
independent tutors, for agency tutors, for those who work for educational charities, that kind of thing. Really anyone working in the tutoring or kind of um, uh, out-of-school education world, we have built programs for. Alongside that, alongside those programs, there is uh, obviously the the community aspect of it, um, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Recently, kind of towards the back end of 2022 and into, into the new year this year, we have expanded out the kind of offering that QT has. One thing that has always allowed us to stand out is that we are constantly pushing what this market, the tutoring industry, can consist of and can be. Um, I think that's something that Julia and I have been very clear on is that we want to keep pushing the ambitions and the boundaries of the tutoring industry as it grows, as it matures. I think even in just the time I've been a tutor, you know, since about 2015, 2014, you know, the tutoring industry has matured massively and is now you know, very much a mainstream market. So we've built out independent reviews that can allow a tutor to, you know, reach out to the parents, students, schools, uh, agencies they work with and, and, and be independently and reviewed and, and, and verified. We've built out skills audits so that tutors can test their how well they're able to tutor a particular subject at a particular level, which is a really good marker for them to show that they have quality and experience in a particular subject. And then alongside that, we have the community so that tutors don't feel isolated and tutors feel they can reach out to fellow professionals, which is something that would not, you know, would really have been very hard to do um, back in 20. 14 when I first started was just to reach out on a similar level to other professionals and ask for help I think that would have been seen as a little bit like you're trying to take skills from someone um, and then of course we have the courses which are you know pedagogy based how to build relationship how to assess and plan for for assess your student and plan for for that session and and so with that whole kind of offering I think there's a really nice holistic package there for independent tutors private independent tutors and also for tutoring um, agencies as well just say it's been so nice to kind of have all those different moving parts. Like you say, there's such a broad range of things there, which is amazing. So like in terms of the kind of tutors, I guess, who would look to join, could people who potentially like haven't done PGCEs or sort of got their QTS, is there the sort of provision for like them to join, say maybe even like a university student starting from scratch and thinking, I want to get into tutoring? Like, could that work for them? Yeah, we always, we, we spent the first six months, literally the first six months after Julia and I met and, and we started building this idea, just speaking to the tutoring industry. Um, we didn't build any products. We didn't build a website. We didn't, I don't think we even created a logo until, you know, after that point. The first six months were spent speaking to tutors, private tutors like myself, um, friends of mine from university, their friends, that kind of thing. It was spent speaking to educationalists and educational consultants and school leaders and agency leaders because we wanted to really get a sense of, of what the industry actually was like. You know, not what the media tells you it's like or not what, you know, the parent of some child at your school tells you what it's like, but really what the people on the ground actually see the industry as and what we found out from doing that initial research was that there was a split really between independent tutors who never wanted to work for for other people and then agency tutors who often were university graduates or who were people who, who didn't want to have to do the whole marketing business side themselves and that you know that's totally fine so with all of that knowledge, we built courses that were applicable to really all strata of the tutoring market. Our courses have been taken and loved by both ex-teachers, you know, with 20 years teaching experience and a PGC under the belt, as well as someone in their second year at, you know, at UCL tutoring biology A-level, who's never taken any formal teaching qualifications. And I think that's because 
There was previously no such thing as a tutoring qualification. And of course, if you have a PGC and you've been teaching for many, many years, you're going to be much more confident in your subject. You're going to be much more confident in the learning environment. You're going to understand how students learn and the pedagogical side of it. There is something that tutoring has that just doesn't exist in the classroom which is that one-to-one focus the real like highly highly responsive and reflective nature of tutoring being able to adapt your content and your materials in the moment you know with that particular student um and actually you know a lot of the time that's that's something that university students who have just got into tutoring they they have that because they were very recently students themselves so they can appreciate that kind of nuance so yeah i mean absolutely we, we we've had many ex-teachers with pgc uh, taking the course and, and really finding it very you know effective and, and very helpful i think the criteria we have is that you know you have to be uh, 18 plus to take our course just because that's you know there's some a lot of safeguarding material in there that, that wouldn't be appropriate to someone under 18 but yeah no we, we certainly don't we're not turning anyone away just because uh, they've been a teacher before in fact very much the opposite i started tutoring now like 10 years ago when i was at university which is making me feel a bit old now we're going into like a decade mark <laughs> but um but yeah I mean look I I so I did English University didn't do PGCE like you know like you said I was one of those tutors who I just knew I didn't want to go into classroom teaching from from day one but like you say the industry's changed so much and like back then it almost felt I don't know I almost felt bad that I hadn't done my PGCE and that, and that like you say there was no way for me to kind of get qualifications to like quote unquote prove you know or sort of tick the box that I could do these things so yeah I I went down sort of weird routes and did like my TESOL qualification and then kind of different safeguarding courses and things I kind of almost did a PGCE but in bitty qualifications all over the place rather than just doing it for a year yeah you don't get you don't get one certificate for that I'm afraid no (laughs) but no and I think yeah I think this is a great thing I think in my opinion that it does open up tutoring to like such a a broad group of people to get involved with these things countries need tutors what we have seen in the past two years and are seeing even post covid if we if we can use that term is that countries are turning to tutoring you know in their droves and i think that's because so many school systems are weighed down by you know all of these well-known problems that schools have these days you know we, we don't need to go over all of those again but tutors can be that flexible and kind of highly kind of targeted option if we're still going to make it hard for someone to gain you know validity in the education world if we're still going to force people who want to become educators to do a pgc and to take teacher training and to all that kind of thing then we're really going to struggle to mobilize tutors we need something that's tutoring focused learns a lot from teacher training of course but isn't teacher training you know is tutor training and is called that because i think that's the bit that empowers tutors is that yeah i'm a tutor not "Mm, i do a bit of tutoring or you know hiding the fact that you do a bit of tutoring it's no i am a tutor i didn't want to be a teacher it's not right for me and that's okay and i'm not looking to do another career after i finish my tutoring tutoring is my career and you cannot have an industry that is creating people who will be in that industry forever you know career uh, individuals if you don't have a pathway for people to improve their skills the, the industry will just never grow up properly and you know you cannot imagine a classroom system where the educators are not trained so why do we have this tutoring world where so many tutors are not trained and where so many people don't expect a minimum level of training i think we will start to see people seeing teaching and tutoring on equivalent planes more and more that's my rallying cry <laughs> 
No, do, do you know what? I, th- there's sort of so many things to, to unpack there. And, and I totally agree with everything you've just said. I think a huge thing there, and, and this I see this all the time, you know, with people sort of starting their businesses and things like this, is I always say to them, like, you've got to go all in. Like, this isn't, you can't treat this like you say, like your hobby or, oh, you know, like it's that word just, oh, I'm just a tutor. Oh, I just do a bit of tutoring, you know. It's, and I, I liked it when you said there about it being a bit of a secret because, that oh that resonated so much with me like when I was younger it was like tutoring was like my little secret job on the side you know and I remember when I left my kind of more corporate job to say that I was going to go do tutoring everyone looked at me like I was mad and I was like no I've actually been doing this for a yeah, while it's like, I'm gonna leave <laughs> my job to go and do like yeah bird watching or chess or you know cycling amateur cycling you know th- those that's kind of what it sounds like to people isn't it it is that there is this kind of there is this kind of hobby feeling from it and I think as well because there are a lot of people who sort of start tutoring whilst they're at university and it's it is seen as like that sort of part-time job to sort of you know sort of get you by and things but actually so many people I know started tutoring university and loved it and they like I was one of those people and carried it on and I tried many different careers like many many different careers in my 20s and just kept coming back to like oh but I like my hobby you know like why am I not making this into a proper job so if you want to just tutor as a hobby then then that is okay I mean there is space in the market for people who just want to do a session a month or a session a week be paid in cash by you know their, their neighbor down the road you know that that's fine we don't have to you know you don't have to kind of sign everyone up as a professional and force them to become a professional tutor there is space for for people to do the tutoring that they want and, and to be flexible and to do it around their other job perhaps it's just that before if you wanted to become a tutor and you you, you started doing tutoring and you really enjoyed it there was always this expectation that one day you would you'd stop doing that and you'd go and do a proper job um and i think that is the that's one of the key barriers that we've removed not qualified tutor but that you know that the industry has removed from itself you know it's freed itself from those shackles in the last few years and, and i think that's great and we want to help people continue doing that through, through our pathways. Um, yeah and i think i think it's, it's such a like you know run, running a business there is I'd say like what, 70, 80% of it, even 90% is mindset, you know, and the, and the way you look at things and, and the way you sort of treat it. And like you just said there, like it's that whole feeling of like tutoring is quote unquote a proper job. Like it is a career. There is so much potential and so much that you can do with it. If you're listening to this and sort of hearing what we're saying and you know, you want to grow your business and, and things like that, then having that sort of really serious career minded approach to it is going to, um, yeah, going to have a really big impact on you. Okay, fantastic. So really important question. And this is, I guess, the part of Qualified Tutor that I was really interested in, because this was something I like, we sort of touched on at the start of the, the podcast, like, it just wasn't around for a very long time. So why did you guys decide to create this like community element of Qualified Tutor? That was really because in I mentioned before the, the first yeah, really half a year, six months we spent talking to people, one of the overriding messages we heard was that tutors felt isolated some more emotive tutors might have used the word lonely some more guarded tutors might just have used the word isolated it's the same kind of feeling it's this feeling that you are by yourself when you plan the session do i know if i've got that planning right not sure you go into the session obviously you know there's no one else in that session to help you in that hour 
after the session you have no one to bounce off ideas with you know did did i get that bit right how did that bit sound you know and then that repeats itself you might have four or five sessions a week and you do that every week um and your friends and family are tired of hearing about tutoring or they don't care about it you know you might go a whole month you know without speaking to anyone about the your tutoring practice and that that's really damaging you know both for your own well-being and also for the quality of tutoring that you're delivering and teachers have a staff room that that's one of you know, the main purposes of a staff room is is so that teachers can get to know each other and part of that is sharing best practices uh, you know and of course all of this can't just claim that we were the you know the, the perfect pioneers of all of this we were helped by the fact that you know, the UK went into lockdown in March 2020, which was in fact the exact month that we, completely separate from COVID, we started our podcast, we started our first courses, and we started the community. So they all arrived at that moment, and and, and it was you know the community was definitely bolstered in those early days because people were forced to you know be working from their own homes. We, we'd seen lots of training programs before online, you know, not tutor training, but you know all, all kinds of online training programs before, and you know, some were very good, some were not so good, some had loads of resources, some had none. What very few of them had was uh, was a community around the course so you take your course in a cohort of other participants and some of the best feedback we've ever received and still do receive is people giving feedback and testimonials about our course you know not even really mentioning the content just mentioning how great it was to learn alongside other people like them who they could speak to outside of the live workshops who they could get to know who they could see in and around the community who they could you know organize a a separate zoom call or whatever with outside of the the course and really you know i don't know how many of your listeners are in the community there's about just under three thousand people in there now you know it's it's this lovely closed space i say closed space not in the sense of what the atmosphere is like but in the sense that you know you have to create an account it's not it's not just a a facebook group there is um this kind of that extra barrier to it which is making a quick account um it's totally free to use just like facebook but um we felt we found that that extra barrier really means that the people in there are very committed to being in there there aren't any bots or you know anything like that in there so yeah it's, it's been a it's been a really really lovely time leading that community for the last three you know two and a half years three years or so it's got so many different facets to it now you know we, we run our courses in there so our course space is in there that's where you find all, all the resources and the tasks and the units and that thing there's a jobs board in there which is really nice you know helpful at connecting tutoring businesses looking for uh, tutors um with you know tutors looking for work and then of course there's just kind of the, the, the main feed which is a daily series of questions and polls centered around our monthly theme so we have a different theme for each month um mental health or planning you know exam prep business of tutoring these kind of these different areas that tutors need to to focus on and really that that community is made up of tutors tutoring business leaders and and tutor support services so you know software tutoring software that kind of thing that leaders from there that there aren't parents in there there aren't students in there there's really nice kind of safe space in there like you say i think that it's it's really interesting isn't it that with your feedback that you've had that the community side of it has been kind of almost most or the majority of people's like main focus i think um it's funny isn't it it's in many ways great timing when you sort of started releasing these courses and the community idea and things like that it was sort of all sort of coincided with like you say with lockdown almost suspiciously timed ludo <laughs> Perfect. Almost, i had no hand in COVID, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think that the whole kind of online space with online courses has like 
blown up but also really changed i think at a re- like rapidly fast pace over the past few years i mean so when when you launched your courses it was sort of a similar time i started making online courses as well i was kind of the same as you at the beginning of the year i was like i had this kind of feeling of like i feel like i should start making online courses this feels like a good idea and then as you say fast forward eight weeks and it was like wow thank goodness i thought about this <laughs> some sort of sixth sense but yeah I mean I think that like when when lockdown happened there was that feeling wasn't there that like everyone was signing up to online courses you know it was something to kind of do especially for people on furlough like I was definitely one of those people who bought a whole calligraphy set and I think I've used it once in the past three years I'm sure that was a nice session though (laughs) it was a great session (laughs) but it was one of those things wasn't it like online courses were booming because everyone was stuck at home we were all looking for kind of those interactive things. But really interestingly now, though, what, what I've noticed as well as my business is online courses aren't really selling as well anymore, like a sort of standalone self-led online course. Because I think after lockdown, we're all, we've kind of got that hangover from being on our own. And like at first, I think for some of us, for me, like a bit introverted, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is so quiet and peaceful. Now my New Year's resolution is like, go speak to people, Helen, like be in a physical room, you know, like you've got to get out the house. (laughs) And I think like you say, that community side of it around courses now is instrumental. And and actually that's going to be the biggest selling point for you for most people rather than actually just the content itself. And, And lots of people come into our community. They have no idea that we run courses. They heard about this community through someone, through some post, or some contact and they get in there and they and they go like oh my god you know you guys run courses as well so that's a nice part of it is is that really i think julia might uh she might have a go at me now for kind of giving away some of qt secrets perhaps but um the main idea behind julia's vision is this love tutoring idea so the the, the community used to be called the qualified tutor community uh, and, and we changed that in about august last year to the love tutoring community because qualified tutor we see as the kind of training arm of the of the overarching idea Idea of, of love tutoring which is this idea that uh, of tutors empowering themselves by representing tutoring as best they can on 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 in kind of in, in the market this idea of responsible tutoring is incredibly important to us you know this idea that not only should you take your tutoring seriously and professionally but also that tutoring itself can have this wider impact on a student's life and on a tutor's life. You know, we think that by making better tutors, we are making better people because tutoring is a a really precise and sensitive craft. And if you really, you know, care for your professional development in tutoring, that will make you a more worldly, a more kind of skilled um, individual in the world in in how you show up in the world. Um, So this, Julia has a book coming out, you know, Tutoring is Not Plan B. That's going to be a really, a kind of centerpiece for this vision of course the love tutoring festivals were, were huge we've run three of those and we will run more in the future my own podcast or the you know the podcast i run the qualified tutor podcast here's a, a very an exclusive take no one's ever heard before that will be changing to the love tutoring podcast you know in the coming weeks as well to reflect that slight shift i think you know we want to provide as best we can for the tutors out there for the agencies out there for the schools out there for the parents out there and of course for the students at the end of the day which is you know, the people that we're doing this all for is, is is for the students learning so that love tutoring idea you know if if that's ringing in your head at the end of this episode listeners then um then great i've done my job because i think that is the idea behind all of this is that you should love tutoring and you should be representing that you know in, in everything you do i couldn't agree more and and i think you know like 
two huge takeaways that that I think you, you could get from like everything you've been saying today is like one there's this idea of like being in a community with like-minded people is so like it's so empowering isn't it and it's so supportive and I totally agree with what you're saying at the beginning about that feeling of isolated slash lonely depending on as you say how emotive you want to be with it but but it's true you know and, and I think that you know hearing just bouncing off ideas and things and, and being around those like-minded people is powerful but also like for listeners like in your own businesses like are you thinking about how you're creating your own sort of community like I talk about this all the time with marketing and like Facebook groups and things like that like once you start to get that group of sort of like core followers like your fans almost who you know love hearing from you and engage with all your content and things like that your business grows organically like so much more naturally and I think with social media it can be really easy to feel like you're just becoming a content machine and you're just pouring out stuff like day after day and not getting much engagement but like if you've got that community of people that follow you and love what you do you can feel that more sense of purpose in what you're doing and attracting people into your into your industry and your business. So yeah, community is very powerful. It's it's yeah for for yourself and your business. <laughs> community seems to be like I'd, I'd say it probably was in terms of non medical terms. It was probably the kind of buzzword of, of 2020, wasn't it? You know, community and 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 that's a shame because at its heart, you know, community is a, a lot of the reason why we do. You know, one of the main reasons that I've enjoyed working at QT is because of communities. Genuinely speaking speaking to tutors every day and enjoying that sharing knowledge learning from others and and you know imparting knowledge as well and it is hard building a community is not easy there is a general suspicion of joining a particular group you know just it's a kind of natural human reaction and and then it makes people a little bit you know hesitant to to join a community but and and therefore convincing them or not even convincing them but showing opening up your community to them is 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 a tricky thing to do but i would say it is is one of the most fruitful things to add to your business can you maybe just tell us while we finish off what's next for qualified tutor what exciting things are on the horizon that people can look out for and also how can people come and join you as well today so what's next for QT is the finishing touches on this package support so pulling together all the various projects and plans that QT has developed over the last three years into something that is very easily digestible and and manageable for either the tutor or for the tutoring business this kind of package of courses of safeguarding of skills audits subject specific skills audits and of independent reviews putting that all together into something that really is going to drive tutoring forward and is going to get in front of you know uh, department for education and, and in front of you know government noses so that when the push for kind of regulation in tutoring comes that there is a, a set of standards that has been created by the tutoring market themselves, the tutoring industry themselves, that we can put forward and, and, and that can really take tutoring to the next level. I think that will happen in the next year or so, at least, um, as you know, just as the NTP develops into its next, into the next thing it will be, because we know that the NTP, as it currently is, won't last forever. So there will be iterations of what the NTP is, uh, and I think part of that will be um, a little bit more regulation, probably uh, coming from from the DFE. So that's that's what's on the horizon for for a qualified tutor. As a way for uh, you to get involved, I think the best two things you can do are type in qualifiedtutorcommunity.org. That URL is still Qualified Tutor Community. The, the, the uh, community is now called the Love Tutoring Community, as you'll see when you when you go there. But um, we're just fixing the URL. So head to qualifiedtutorcommunity.org. That's completely free to join. You'll find loads inside there as soon as you join. Or if you're already a member of the community, then 
just head to qualifiedtutor.org uh, and you can see all that we do there. So those are those are the two places I'd, I'd point people. And I will, of course, put all the links to your podcast, to the community, everything in the show notes for this episode as well. So thank you so much, Ludo. It was so lovely to have you on today and have a good chat with you about communities. And yes, anyone listening sort of in the tutoring industry or thinking about going into sort of online education services highly recommend going and joining and checking it out like ludo said it's free to join the community and you'll find such a wealth of knowledge and support and, ex- and sort of expertise in there so highly recommend thank you helen it was it was a really lovely to chat as always thank you for listening to another episode of the love mondays club podcast don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends for more information and support from today's episode head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk have a great week and i'll see you next Monday.